Hey guys, welcome back to the Fantasy Crew Podcast. This is Anish. I'm Rohan. And we're just going to get right back into it. So we're first going to talk about Thursday's game. Yeah. So the Browns didn't have really much... You want We don't have much to talk about this game. As You know, for both teams, are pretty much hurt. Especially the Browns, as you know. Their quarterback was hurt. Their best two, best two running backs were hurt. Pretty, best wide receiver was hurt. Odell got hurt in the middle of the game. It just wasn't too much to talk about. Um, right. One player, though, we could talk about is Dearness Johnson. He had 24.8. That is really good. Uh, obviously, though, I don't think he could really be a starter for you. I mean, maybe for a week where Kareem Hunt and uh, Chopper hurt, but after when they come back, because they are coming back this year, it's just he's just not going to do good. So I don't really trust him too much to be good. But um, after if if Chubb and Kareem Hunt aren't there, then I think you could you could pick him up for your team. If not, he should be on waivers. Yeah, I mean, Dearness Johnson, he's a third string running back when Kareem Hunt's healthy. The issue is is Kareem Hunt going to be healthy? Uh, he looks like he's going to be out for a lot of time. So. But, uh, I mean, if he re- receives a similar role, then I think you should keep him on your team. Yeah, but I don't know if, uh, even if, because we know Kareem Hunt's not going to be there for a few weeks, he's an IR, but Chubb isn't. So, even if uh, Chubb is uh, if Chubb is back, I still don't think that um, Dearness Johnson's going to have a good game. I think he's not really a big enough receiving threat to be the like third down back for the, um, for the Browns, where the, I think they'll just use Nick Chubb. So, I don't really think... Dearness should be under team, even if uh, it's just Chubb and Kareem is still hurt. If they're both hurt, then yeah, he could be under team. But if one of them is back, I don't think Dearness should play. Yeah, I mean that, that's very understandable. For the Broncos, uh, we'll talk about both the running backs. Melvin Gordon had eleven, Javante seventeen point two, pretty good, really good for Javante. Honestly, um, you know we're seeing Javante be a lot more of a starter for the Broncos, and I think that will continue to progress even more. And then next year, I think he'll be a he'll be RB one or two for your team. Um, Melvin still didn't have, like, a bad game. I mean, for, like, if you're in a 12- or 14-man league, that's still not that bad if you really need a flex or a running back. Um, Javante, though, he's looking like someone who can be a starter for you if he can keep this up. Yeah, Javante, he's a very, very interesting player. He's obviously playing with Melvin Gordon, but he's slowly turning into that starting back, which could be very helpful in the future. Yeah. Uh, Now I'm going to talk about our previous starts and sits. Okay, so my my previous start and sit was... My first, my previous start, my previous start was Chubba Hubbard. So Chubba Hubbard was my first pre- uh, start. He did pretty good, actually. He had, like, 13 points. He had his first NFL touchdown. Uh, he looking like a really good player. Honestly, when Christian McCaffrey's out, obviously should be rostered in for all Christian McCaffrey owners. Uh, until he comes back healthy, just hold on to him. Yeah, he'll give you, probably, he'll give you at least 10 plus, which, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't think he'll really get, like, over 20. I mean, maybe once a game, but, like. Uh, McCaffrey's out for what, at least three games now, or two games now. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, he'll definitely be someone if you have McCaffrey to replace. He's a good player if you need a replacement. Um, yeah, I don't think he, he won't be like too too good, but he'd still be a good ten plus uh, running back for you. Yeah. Okay, so my next start was Kadarius Tony. I kind of got this one right. I mean, a little bit. He got injured midway through the game, so I guess I didn't really get it right. But the thing was, when he played that first drive, he played one drive. And he had six points. So that does show that he has a lot of potential. I think you should roster him if he if he was in, if he's still on the waivers. Keep him on your IR. I don't I don't know if he's on IR yet. I don't know what's the plan with him until he comes back healthy. So yeah, yeah, he played well, but the injury does not help him in fantasy. Yeah. Okay. So my next start was Dawson Knox. I did get this one wrong. He had a very good game. I mean, he had a very bad game. Uh, seven points, seven hand points. He did break his something in his hands. Another injured player. Uh, he did get a two point conversion in that game. He should have gotten a touchdown, but they did rule it as a they ruled it as a I think a holding. 
on I don't remember who, but it was still just it was just unfortunate. Yeah. Um yeah, Dawson Knox, he had the injury. It was I think uh, that was actually on the two point conversion play. He didn't get hurt on that, but it was before that. I remember Josh Allen was telling the Bills not to not to um do that play because he knew about uh Dawson Knox's hand, but he still did it and it worked, but yeah, it didn't do too good in fantasy. Yeah. Alright, my next start my uh those are my starts. So mm-hmm. my sit was Alex Collins. Now this is also I was wrong about this one. He had sixteen point eight points. Uh that's really good from a running back, honestly. That's like rosterable. I don't know how long he'll keep that up for. It was a good game. He had a touchdown, which should help, but just keep him on your team until he shows a sign of regression. Yeah, um he played well against the Steelers defense. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I trust him though to stay consistent with just no Russell Wilson, but I guess maybe that helps. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, I guess if you really need a running back, he could be someone who's probably one of the better options as no Chris Carson. Uh, I just don't know if I could trust him yet, but yeah, we'll see. Okay, and then my next sit was Trevor Lawrence. I did get this one wrong as well. No, I was right. Oh no, no, no. I mean, this one's this one's mid. This one's like I mean, fifteen. That's not. For a quarterback, I feel like you. It's not. Yeah, it's not like a good sit, but it's also not like a bad sit. It's a. It's average. Yeah, that's what you want from him. So I mean, like, I guess <laughs> this is kind of bad week for me from the starts and sits perspective. So, yeah. 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 But I wouldn't say it was like a a, a bad decision to sit him because he fifteen for a quarterback. You want at least twenty. I think you know you kind of expect that from them, and he didn't do it. But they still got the win in real life. So that's pretty much all that matters for them. But in fantasy, yeah, not too good, but not bad either. Um, Those are my starts and starts. Right. So my previous start, uh, first was Jalen Waddle. He had 29. That was a very good start. Um, you know, Tua back, I think he's um, he's he's been really good this year, honestly. And I think uh, Tua is definitely going to help him out because he's, I mean, Tua is a better quarterback than Jacoby Brissett. We all know that. And I think uh, he's a little bit more consistent quarterback, which can uh, definitely help Waddle out. And he had, I think, two touchdowns against the Falcons. And, um, oh, not Falcons, Jaguars. And yeah, he played the Jaguars defense. So it was a pretty, pretty easy start for uh, us. Uh, my next start was Khalil Herbert. He had 19.2. Also a pretty good start. Uh, yeah, he's been the only running back now. Uh, for, he was Well, last week he was the only running back with no no Dave Montgomery or um, Damian Williams. So he was pretty much the only one. And with Justin uh, Fields really being a rookie QB who I don't think is fully ready to sort of carry an offense, I think the Bears wanted to really run it a good amount with uh, Khalil Herbert, and he played pretty well. My next start was Chase Claypool. I got this one very wrong. He had 3.7. You know, the Seahawks defense didn't actually play that bad. You know, I mean, I think we all know the Steelers offense. With Big Ben, I just don't think they're really that consistent. Um, So that could be a reason why Chase didn't do very good. I mean, no Juju. I thought he would have a good game, but I guess he did not. Um, My first, no, my actually last start was Tyler Higbee. Only 8.6. I mean, if you're in a bigger league, 8.6 for a tight end isn't that bad. But uh, if you're in a smaller league, that it's not very good. I mean, yeah, 8.8 is not bad. I, I don't really hate on that. It does. It's like Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. For a tight end, 8.6 is it's average. It's not bad. It's not good. But you definitely would want more from Higby. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Higby's always going to be an inconsistent player. Tight ends are always inconsistent. Uh, Rams. Yeah, sorry. No, yeah. Okay. Um, for my first sit last week, I said uh, Dalton Schultz. This was a bad sit for a tight end. He had 12.9. He's been proving me wrong, honestly. I mean, some weeks I've liked him, but I don't know how consistent he would be. I didn't think he'd be consistent, but he's been he's been really consistent this year. And I think he's tight end three right now, and I think he could be your starting tight end to the rest of the year. Wow. 
Um, my, yeah, I definitely agree with yeah. that for sure. My last sit was Kadarius Tony. Again, I mean, fantasy wise, I guess this was a good sit. But if he didn't get hurt, he probably would have been had a really good game. So I guess I'll take it. It's a good sit, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know how you want to feel about him. Injuries are never really fun. Yeah. I do think you should keep him on your team, so that that's just one thing to keep in mind. Yeah, I don't know about Tony. I just don't like the amount of uh, weapons that that Giants offense has. With, I mean, I know a lot of them are hurt right now, so if they're hurt. I think he's a pretty good start. But uh, if they're healthy, then I just I don't like Tony. Um, now we will move on to our sits for this upcoming week. Okay, no, not sits. Uh, I'm gonna start. Yeah, yeah. good. Okay, so my first start is A.J. Brown. He's playing the weak Chiefs defense who have allowed a lot of points. Actually, two of the worst defenses in the league are playing against each other and two of the best offenses in the league. So I really think he will have a good week. Food poisoning has been hurting, but he did say he wanted to play, so I'm not really concerned about that. Yeah, I, I mean, with the food poisoning, he still had 16. Yeah, he, sh- he, sh- he finally had his good game that everybody was waiting for, and I think I think he'll keep this up. I think he'll be good this season. Yeah. I, I don't know, 16, maybe 15 around there, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the Chiefs defense actually, after losing a bit to the um, to the Washington football team, they did actually have a little bit better of a game towards the end. I mean, Terry only had six, but uh, I still don't think that they're still not a good defense. I think AJ Brown could be a good start if the the one thing that does scare me about AJ Brown though is that uh, the Titans could just r- completely run it with Derrick Henry the entire game, as the Chiefs also don't have a good run D. So we'll see what they do, but yeah, he could be a pretty good start. Yeah. All right, my next start is Joe Mixon. Now, this is also a really, really obvious one, but people are a little bit worried about him. He had a 26-point game last week, which is amazing. And yeah. I I think even though he's, he was injured a couple of weeks ago, I think he's a great star. I think you should keep him on your team. And obviously, he's going to be a good player this year. Yeah, he's he's been he's been pretty good this year. Um, in the beginning, he had one good game start the year, a little bit uh, a little bit okay after that, but he's been picking up last few weeks, or last week, really. He didn't play the Lions, but still had a pretty good game. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, Joe Mixon, he, he's a really good player, and you know the Bengals are starting to look like a playoff team this year, and I think a pretty big part of that is because of Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow. If he if he has to carry this team, they're just they're not going to do good. But if Joe Mixon can get it going, then that's when the Bengals team is really at their best and a playoff team. Yeah. Your next start. Yeah. Okay. So my next start is Tua Tango by Loa. He is playing the Falcons. Yeah, sorry, Falcons. Really good matchup for him. Uh, he's been doing pretty good, actually, recently. I mean, when he's been playing, he's been a really good player. So I, I do really think that you can trust him this year. I don't really know if if you want to, like, really abuse him. I think he should be on your bench as a backup QB. But, I mean, just to see how he does this year. But I think he's the one player that he could be really good this season. Yeah, by the Jaguars. But also, we do we did get some news this week that... He could be getting traded or big a, a part of a big three-team deal that includes Watson, and he goes to the Washington football team. Obviously, we don't know if that's going to happen or not. But um, Oh, that improves Terry's value by a lot, by the yeah, way. Yeah, if, if, if Terry goes from t- Taylor Heineke to two, I think that definitely helps Terry. We obviously don't know. It was just rumors. Uh, but if it does happen, obviously Watson's value is going to go straight up. Tua's value, I think, will also get a little bit better on a team with, I feel like, maybe better weapons. It's close, but um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think if you, I think you could be a backup quarterback for your team. I don't think he should be starting for you. I mean, unless you are in a 12- or 14-man league, then he could probably be a starter for you. Yeah. All right, those are my starts. Okay, my first start is going to be Sam Darnold. He's playing the Giants. I don't know how. The Giants' defense has been, has been inconsistent this year. I, I think uh, 
Darnold, I think the uh, the Panthers want to bounce back. They started that uh, same with the Broncos. They started off three zero, then lost uh, three straight. Broncos just lost four, their fourth straight, and I think he'll 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 have a bounce back game. Um, he definitely does do better with McCaffrey, but I don't think he'll do that much worse. Um, my next start was Devonte is Devonte Parker. He's playing the Falcons. Um, two is back playing the Falcons. I know Jalen Waddle is hurting him a little bit, but. I don't know if Jalen Waddle will have the same game, so I do kind of think Devontae will have a little bit better of a game. My next start, Mike Kosicki. He probably also shouldn't really... He should uh, probably not even be... Uh, he should probably be like an automatic start, but I don't know. If if he'll, if if he's on your waivers, he definitely should be on your team. If you have two tight ends, between like Dalton Schultz and, um, Dalton Schultz and Mike Kosicki, who do you start? That is obviously a tough choice. I think if you do have like two good tight ends in Gasicki, like Gasicki and someone else, I think you just think about like trading both of them, but or trading one of them, and then you eventually get someone who I feel like can help your team out. But I like I like Gasicki this week playing against the Falcons as they just don't have a good defense. Um, and then Tua's back. I think the main thing with that the Dolphins team as they did struggle a little bit is Tua not being there. Gasicki, I don't think he. I guess he did good. Um, yeah. So for my final start, I got Hunter Henry. I know Hunter Henry is in a two tight end system, but he has been really good this year. He's been getting touchdowns, which being touchdown dependent isn't great, but he's playing the Jets, so I do like that matchup a lot. And I like how the Patriots, I like how he's been playing. Um, now we're going to move on to our sits. Okay, so my first sit is T. Higgins. So T. Higgins has been looking like a wide receiver two on wide receiver two option. I don't really trust him this year, to be honest. But. He is a waiver pickup because I think he'll be better than a waiver. But as I was saying, as for my sit, it's just no. Nah, it looks like they're going with Jamar Chase more this year. I did have high hopes on him. He did kind of disappoint me, but that's fine. Yeah, he's had some good games, but uh, yeah, being that offense with three wide receivers, it's just kind of tough to really say you'll trust one of them. But if you're in twelve to fourteen man league or twelve plus league, I think he should definitely be on your team, and he could probably be a flex for you. But uh, if you're in a lower league, you really shouldn't. Uh, be starting for you as he's just not going to be consistent with the amount of weapons on that Bengals offense. Yeah, that's just really what you have to deal with with them. All right, my next player is Elijah Mitchell. Now Elijah Mitchell, he is playing the Colts, and we do not, and uh, they do not have uh, what's his name, Trent Williams, which just hurt him a bit. I don't really think he'll have that good of a week. He could, but it's just a really hard defense against. DeForest Buckner is coming back to San Francisco. Yeah, uh, well, Trent Williams is doubtful, so he's probably not going to play. Um, and yeah, this is most likely going to be a rain game, which uh, the, in rain games you do run the ball more, but it's a lot of short yard runs, which really don't really work out for running backs when there are rain games. Um, especially in Levi Stadium, there's very few of them, so you know the players aren't too used to that. And I feel like it's just going to be a low-scoring game where maybe a lot of rushes, but... Not a lot, of, not a lot of yards from those rushes. So I think Mitchell is a definite sit. Yeah. All right. My next, my last sit is Miles Gaskin. Now this one, he's inconsistent. It's really hard. He had that thirty-point game with like every single, like almost all the work that he needed. But the issue is, I don't trust him at all. He had four thirty-four. It's like you can't trust that at all. I don't really like him this year at all. It's just yeah, yeah. Just too inconsistent to really say that he'll be on your team. I just I don't think I don't know what to do with him. It's like you're you're afraid of not starting him and then him dropping twenty because he has the ability to do that and then you start him and then he drops like four. So he's a weird player and I think 
And if you could get some value for him, just trade him. I just don't like players who are that inconsistent on my team. Yeah, me, me either, to be honest. Okay, so my next... Uh, that's it. Those are all my no. sits. My first sit is Zach Ertz. I know he's playing Houston, which is honestly a really good matchup, but it's his first game on a new team. I just don't think that's a good recipe for success. As, you know, I think they want him to get a little bit used to the team. He spent a week there, but still, I think it takes some time to get used to your new team. So he's been there for... He's been in Philadelphia for so long, it's going to take some adjusting to get uh, used to his new team. Yeah. Uh, my next sit is Khalil Herbert. He um, did actually really good last week, but he's playing the Bucks defense, and Damon Williams was activated off the COVID list, so I think that will take a few carries away from Khalil Herbert, so I just think he's a sit. Yeah, it's understandable. He really hasn't shown much to be yeah. good. Uh, my third sit is Jacoby Myers. I know he's playing the Jets, but you know the first time he played the Jets, he had only 7.8. And the Jets' defense, they're bad, but they've actually been number two against wide receivers this year, which is crazy and they're like 32 against tight ends. So they do a little bit worse against tight ends, but uh, do much better against uh, wide receivers. So I think that's a sit. Um, my last sit is Leonard Fournette. I know he's been playing really, really well this year, and I, I don't think I think he'll still have some good games. I just don't trust him against the Bears defense, that good D-line. I think he'll have a little bit of a worse game. I think the Bears are gonna, the uh, Bucks are going to be throwing it a lot. Um, those are my sits. Now we're going to move on to buy lows. Okay. <clears throat> wow. Alright, so my first buy low is Nick Chubb. There's no Kareem Hunt, which means more opportunity, which means better volume. It's just it's just, it's just, what it is. If Nick Chubb gets his volume on the goal line basically anywhere, he's a good running back. Yeah, and we saw in the red zone the first few weeks that it was Kareem Hunt taking a lot of those touchdowns away from uh, Nick Chubb. I think that uh, Nick Chubb, as now, he, if he's healthy, obviously, he'll sort of get more of those red zone touches, which will result in more touchdowns. Yep. Right, my next buy low is Marquise Brown. He had a very off game, but the, to be honest, the whole Ravens team had an off game. I don't really trust that to stay. He is one player that I am a little worried about, but it, it's fine. Edmonds also is another one of my buy lows. I really don't know how I feel about him. He's looked like a good player, but he hasn't really performed up to it. It's just really dependent on how it, it, it really just how it is. Yeah. Uh, DJ Moore has looked really good this season. He's another one of my buy lows. Uh, he had a 10-point game. Again, Panthers' offense didn't even look that good. I think he will have a very good fantasy season, and I think that's one guy to keep in mind. My next player is Scary Terry for the reason of Tua. And also, I think he'll be fine with... Uh, um, what's his name? What's his name? Heineke? Yeah, sorry, Heineke. Blink. Yeah, Heineke is... Well, on it, he's a pretty good player, obviously. He's a decent QB. He's not what the team wants. But if they can get Tua, I think that I think that makes uh, yeah. him a very good player this year. They're a top ten wide receiver easily. He's already one of the most. He's shown the potential to be one of the best wide receivers in the league, and I think with a good QB, he'll become that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, nothing has yet happened uh, with that Tua Watson and trade sort of rumor. Um, if it does happen, though, I think that definitely will help Terry McLaurin a good amount. Um, yeah, he just had you know he had a bad game. It, it happens. Uh, I don't think it's going to stay at that, but I think I think he'll get better. Right, so my next sell high is DeAndre Hopkins. So DeAndre Hopkins is a very good player. He he's looked like a good player this season. I mean, he he's uh he's just not been getting those like yards like what he's been known for his entire career. But this season he's been getting more of the touchdowns and the. But I guess that's what you want. That's what he wanted in his career. But it's not really helping fantasy owners because you can't really trust touchdown. Yeah, you want had, yards. He had twenty points back to back weeks, but. That's why he's my sell high, so... Yeah. Um, 
All right, my next sell high is Brandon Cooks. Now, Brandon Cooks hasn't really... I don't know really how I feel about him that much. I just don't want to trust that offense with um, their QB situation. So, that's why I, I would sell high on him. He has looked pretty good, but it's just not consistent for me. Yeah, I, next, mean, I think the QB situation is going to change, though. That's why I think you honestly should try and get him on a team. He had 17.9, so he's definitely a sell, not, sell high. Well, he's a part of that sell high group, but I think... He, you should honestly try and get him because I feel like when Tyrod Taylor gets comes back, he's going to go back to that in the beginning of the year when he was dropping like 20 points a game. Um, until then, I think he's still a little bit inconsistent because we just don't know what David Mills will do on a specific day. But I think when Tyrod comes back, he'll do much better. Yeah, it's definitely possible. I mean, but we just have to really wait and see what happens with him. All right, my next player that I would sell high on, my last one, is Leonard Fournette. Playoff Lenny, he's been really good this year, but I just don't trust him. There's too much. I mean, Ronald Jones might get flipped. If he gets traded, I think you should definitely pick him up because he's also honestly a really good running back. But uh, as I was talking about Leonard Fournette, Leonard Fournette's not a trustworthy player, and he just isn't one player I want to keep well in mind of. So. Yeah. The only issue I have, well, the main issue I have is that that Bucks offense, I feel like we'll just want to throw it way too much. You know, Bruce Arians is a quarterback, is a coach who just loves to uh, throw it deep and, you know, he doesn't love to play it safe all the time. We've seen how much Brady has changed since going to the Bucks, and how much more he passes it deep. Um, and, you know, his yards has gone so much more higher from when he was with the Patriots. So, you know, I think Fournette will continue to have some good games, but have some just inconsistent games just because there'll be certain games where the Bucks are just going to be throwing it deep every single time or just throwing it a lot, almost 50 times a game, and just leave out Fournette. Yeah, I mean, that's what, that's what I agree with. All right, those are my last so high. Okay, so for my first buy low, I got Dawson Knox. He, I know he's hurt, and he's going to be probably missing a few weeks, but I think when uh, he does come back, he'll still be a, he'll be a good tight end. And if you need a tight end, you can, like, sort of, uh, you have the ability to, uh, you have the ability to sort of, you're not, like, you're safe with your seating. Like, you're you're pretty easily in first place, and you need a tight end. I think he's someone that you could look, like, look for. Because um, I think when you come back, he'll return to a top five tight end sort of player. Uh, I think that... Uh, Doss, I think Dawson Knox is someone you should probably pick up, but or not pick up, trade for. I think because especially if you if if this person who has him is like in a lower seat, I think they'll probably want not too much value from him because they want something to at least like get back to a higher seat. So if you're in a higher seat and you want Dawson and you need a tight end, I think Dawson Knox is something to go after. My next buy low is Keenan Allen. I know he hasn't been he has actually been kind of. Uh, Kind of bad this year. He's not. He's not been bad, but he's been. Um, he's just not been what we thought Keenan Allen would be. He attended last week. I think one main reason that is uh, Mike Williams. Mike Williams also he did play bad last week. The entire Chargers team played bad, but I think Mike Williams will start to like cool off a lot to back to like normal Mike Mike Williams. But um, I think I think that once my. Uh, Mike Williams cools off. He now and we'll get back to the 16 plus range, which I think that's pretty good. And I think you get Keenan Allen for pretty cheap right now, as he's just not been that good. Um, my last buy low is Terry McLaurin. Well, same when he said uh, Terry McLaurin. Yeah, he just he's he had one bad game. The Chiefs kind of did blow out the Washington football team. And I think uh, against some better matchups or better like you know closer games, he'll do a lot better. Uh, my f- first sell high now is uh, Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen, he played really well, but he's just way too inconsistent for me. I just don't know what I'm going to get from him each day. I feel like one game he'll drop 30, next game he'll drop 4, which I just don't like. And I feel like 
someone might like them a lot, like like him a lot, as he does have the ability to drop thirty. I feel like you get good value for him, so I would trade him. My next sell high is Daryl Henderson, or my last sell high is Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson is just he has he's been really good this year. He's been honestly amazing this year. I just don't know if he'll keep it up. Um, I don't love the matchups he has to go against. You know, playing that NFC West. Seahawks obviously don't really have a good run D, but the other two teams are pretty good defenses, so I don't know how consistent he'll be. And I think, again, same sort of like the Buck situation. They have Matthew Stafford. He'll want to throw it a lot. And I think that will sort of leave out Daryl Henderson on certain games. I mean, yeah, Daryl Henderson is just a really, really... He's a he's a good player this year. I think he's a top-ten running back, so I don't really think... Yeah. I mean, I think... I don't know. He's a top-ten running back now, but I don't know if he'll stay at that. I feel like he'll sort of slow down a lot. Um, yeah, so those are my sell highs. Uh, we can now move on to players to talk about. Okay. Um, I think one player we could talk about is uh, Christian McCaffrey. I think we've talked about him every single week. This yeah, time. and our, honestly, our answer just isn't going to change. Don't trade him. Yeah. Well, obviously, what your team status is. If you're first, if you're if you know you're making the playoffs, don't trade him. He's going to come back this year. He's going to be Christian McCaffrey. If you're in a position where you're like, you're you know almost last place, then I think definitely trade him. Try to get. Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, just just get someone to sort of save, help save your season. I mean, yeah, you just really want to get that player that really... I don't really think you can get Derrick Henry. I wouldn't sell low on him, but just try to get something for him if you really need it. Yeah, Derrick Henry might be hard, but if you could get him, that's definitely a good a good value for him. Yeah. Okay, my player to talk about is Dalvin Cook. Now, Dalvin Cook has looked like a really, really bad player this year just because of injuries, but I think he will eventually come back to that that 20-point range, which is what we want from him. So I think that he's somebody that you want to keep on your team. He's a trustworthy player, and yeah. Yeah, he had 20 last week. Uh, but yeah, the injuries is definitely something that you just don't like from Dalvin Cook. Um, but I just don't know. I just I don't know if he'll stay at that. I think he'll, he'll get he'll get healthy, and when he when he gets healthy, he'll he'll be he'll be Dalvin Cook. Um, I wouldn't give up too much for him just because you know even when he has played, he hasn't been like great. But he he hasn't been bad you just I, I just think he'll get he'll get a little bit better but i don't think he'll be too good this year yeah it's understandable really and, and the next player we want to talk about is nick chubb so nick chubb he's obviously this i talked about a little bit about it earlier but it's really just the fact that there is no more uh cream hunt cream hunt yeah i don't know why i'm blanking cream hunt so that does that definitely helps him a lot it helps him a ton on the goal line. it helps him honestly everywhere so I think that's something that you want to keep in mind. Of. Yeah, I think uh, no cream hunt will definitely uh, lead to more um, receptions and more touchdowns for uh, Nick Chubb. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, those are the players to talk about that we have. We are going to do our final section. Now, we are cutting this podcast very short, but it is just the fact that there's this week didn't have a lot much didn't happen this week. So Yeah, we have a lot of bye weeks this week, which does take away a lot of players. Uh, I think this is the most bye weeks we're going to have this entire year. Um, so I think this will be a pretty down week for fantasy players, um, for fantasy teams, as there's just a lot of a lot of your main players are just going to be uh, going to be having bye weeks. Like I know on my team, I have like five players having bye weeks, which that's just not good. Um, yeah, so I think this will be a down week, but we'll we'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right. So we're going to move on to players on waivers to talk to look out for. So my first one is Kadarius Tony. I think he's somebody that you want to keep on your team. I said it earlier. Uh, just even I don't know what his injury status is. If it's not a bad injury, pick him up. If it's bad, then I guess not. But I, th- I still think you should get him on your team. 
Yeah, I, I just don't know about Kadarius Tony with his, which just with the Giants' offense. I just don't know if he'll be good or if if he'll be consistent. I know he'll have good games. I think in the future though, he could definitely be someone you'll look for on your team as he develops as a player. Yeah, I mean it's really just that. All right, my next uh, player on waivers to look out for is Dallas Goddard. Now Dallas Goddard has no more Zachers, which means just more benefit for him, more room. Uh, Jalen Hurts has shown that he has really liked that uh, the tight end position, which means he will throw that more. Also about Jalen Hurts, that is somebody you want on your team very much so. If he's on the waivers, I don't know what your your league is doing. I don't know what kind of league you're in, but he should be on a team. He's been consistent twenty every week. And now that Dallas, I think Dallas Goddard will turn into a pretty consistent tight end. I don't know how consistent. I think he'll be very good this year. All right. My next and last waiver to talk about is T. Higgins. Now, T. Higgins, I also talked about a little bit earlier. But I think he'll have a good season this year. I, I just don't think he'll be to what we made for. But if he's on the waiver, he's somebody that you want to pick up on your team. It's no doubt about it. Yeah, he'll be a good backup for you. I, I mean, if you're in a 12-plus league, he'll probably be your flex or wide receiver too. But... Yeah, I mean, if no Tyler Boyd was there, I feel like he'd be a really good um, wide receiver for your team, but Tyler Boyd and Jamar Chase, it doesn't help him. Um, yeah, so my first player I think you should look out for on waivers, he should be on pretty much everyone's waivers, but it's Deshaun Watson. If you have an extra spot on your lineup, I think Deshaun Watson somebody you should pick up. There's a lot of, been a lot of rumors coming out that he could be getting traded this week or next week, and if that does happen, obviously I think Watson is a top 5 QB when he does play. And if he goes to the Dolphins or... Whatever team he goes to, he's going to be good. I mean, we saw how good he did last year with just a horrible Texans team. So if you need a tight end or need a quarterback and you have an empty spot, then I would try and pick him up. And even if you don't need a quarterback, if you have like Josh Allen, Kyler, uh, Mahomes, or maybe even Jalen Hurts, I would still think about picking him up if you have that extra waiver spot because someone in your league will probably need a quarterback. And if Watson does get traded, they'll probably probably give you a good amount for Watson. Yeah, I think Watson is one player that you want to roster in every single league. Yeah, uh, but make sure you have the uh, space on your lineup to do oh, yeah, so. Yeah. Um, my next player on waivers to pick up, or think about picking up, is Elijah Mitchell. You know, I think he he's now going to be like the starter for a few weeks now, as, uh, you know, he's really the only running back there on that team. Um, Joe Michael Hissey is coming back, which might hurt him a little bit, but still, you know, he's the main running back now most of there. Jeff Wilson is going to be coming back somewhat soon, so I don't think, when, I think when Jeff Wilson does come back, that might hurt. Elijah Mitchell a bit, but next two weeks probably don't start him playing the Bears in Indiana or other way around, but Indiana and the Bears. After that, though, I think that could have some maybe some decent matchups with Arizona Rams and Jaguars. Jaguars are probably the best. Arizona Rams maybe gets a touchdown in the goal line, but yeah, so I feel like that's a good pickup there. Um, anyone else? Oh yeah, um, I think Hunter Henry is someone to pick up. He's been really, honestly, a really good player for the Patriots this year. He's had 13, 19, 10 the last three weeks. That is really good. He's just been getting touchdowns the last three weeks, touchdowns too. So, I mean, yeah, he does. He is touchdown dependent, which you know obviously isn't uh, very good. But I think he'll he'll have some uh, he'll have some touchdowns, and that'll give him a good game. And you know, tight ends are always the weirdest position in all of fantasy, as if you don't have Waller, you don't have uh, Kittle, you really don't exactly not Kittle. I meant if you don't have Waller or Kelsey, you don't exactly know what you're going to get from them. But I think I think that there's someone who is uh, who. There, I think uh, Hunter Henry is someone that can be at least eight a game, you know, consistent eight, which for a tight end, if you don't have Waller or Kelsey, I feel like that's pretty good. Um, yeah. All right, yeah, so those are our waivers this week. We are going to end the podcast pretty short this time. So anything that you want to add? Uh, no. 
Alright, so this is from us. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for watching. Bye. Bye.